Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. America's small business conversation is on the air. It's the Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered by the Idea Collective small business community. This is the Pat Miller Show. Now your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Hello again, entrepreneurs, small business owners, wide-eyed dreamers, people that are on the planet to make their dream a reality, to take care of their family and their future. This is the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. It's so great to see you again this weekend. Hope things are going well. Did you have a great Thanksgiving? Did you get time to reap the rewards of all the hard work that you've been putting in? Because as we build our business, you know, time is compensation and spending time with your family and friends is one of the best ways to step back and appreciate what you have. Now, if you're joining us for the very first time, which wouldn't be a surprise, this is only our second time on the air here at KLIN Lincoln. Uh, This show is a conversation by small business owners for small business owners, and it's one hour, just one hour each week when we can step out of the business and work on our business, not in it. And on this show, it is jam-packed with ways for you to learn something you don't know and get better at what you do as an entrepreneur so you can get clear, work hard, and never quit. Those are the three tenets of the show. Get clear, work hard, and never quit. And this week's show has kind of a theme, and I wish I could say I was smart enough and talented enough to have planned it, but it kind of happened by accident. So we're just going to roll with it, right? So let's just pretend that I had my act together enough that this was all some master plan by me. But the theme this week is about change. We have three different segments coming up on the show, and they all have something to do with change. Now, I want you to think about what change means for your business. Now that we're in December, you are probably like me, looking forward into 2023, and you're saying to yourself, self, where do I want to be at this time next year? So let's just pause for a second. Where do you want to be at this moment next year? Do you have more members of your team? Have you opened multiple locations? A common one that I hear is, I want to double my revenue, Pat. Great. That's a great goal. But all of us could and should have a vision about where we want to be 12 months from today. So seriously, just take a minute. I'm just going to sit here, drink some of my coffee. Where do you want to be 12 months from today? Okay. Can you see it? Can you see yourself there with three or four extra employees or double the profit in your pocket or that big loan paid off or whatever the thing is? Great. Now I want you to think about how are you going to get there? 
I'm going to do this and this and this. It's pretty straightforward, right? You probably have a good handle on what you do. I sell widgets. I service this client. I write these things, whatever it is. Here's what I'll tell you. The only way that you are going to get to the goal that you envisioned, the only way, is if you are good about rolling with change. Because I guarantee the only thing that we can bank on between now and 12 months from now, something in your business will change. Either a great client you have now will leave you, or your prices will have to be increased or decreased. You'll have to roll out a new product, or opportunity will, knock, 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 come to your door and say, hey, how are you? Would you like me to be a part of your life? All of those things are going to happen. Like, this is not uh, an option. And I'm not some visionary soothsayer that's giving you this secret of the universe. It's going to happen. Things are going to change because life happens. And when your life depends on running a small business, it's almost like it's multiplied. So we know something in your business is going to change. But here's where it gets tough. You have this vision of how you're going to get to the success 12 months from today, right? We just saw it. We just saw it in your head. It looks so beautiful. But at some point, maybe it's February, maybe it's March, maybe it's July, something is going to show up and you're going to ask yourself, ooh, is that a risk? Is that an opportunity? Is that something I should grab, something I should avoid? How am I going to deal with adversity and change when it comes? Because getting good at dealing with change is a skill. Because change happens. Things happen. We know these things. But the entrepreneurs that get left behind, they're the ones, and you hear them say this all the time, oh, shiny object syndrome, or we have to stay laser focused on the mission, right? Those are really good attributes, but sometimes opportunity arises and you have to figure out how do I analyze that opportunity and realize if this is something I should pursue or not. Because if you get good at that skill, you can start capturing opportunity that you don't see coming. The best thing that's ever happened to you hasn't happened yet. Think about that. There's something in the future of your business that hasn't happened yet and it's gonna isn't that exciting? But what if, what if that thing, when it shows up, doesn't look like the opportunity you're prepared for right now? Will you have the courage to capture it? Will you have the courage to bet on yourself that you'll be able to evaluate the opportunity and take it if it's possible? All of these things are true. And it's really exciting when you think about them in a positive way. And on this show, because it's built by an entrepreneur that works with entrepreneurs every single day in the Idea Collective community, I see this and I've lived it. I didn't think I was going to be a radio host again. I didn't think that I was going to run a community for a living. I had no idea any of this stuff would come. But when the opportunities came up, I thought through the challenges I thought through the risks and the rewards. I modeled the revenue. And at some point, it just came down to, is that in your heart to go do? 
Does that sound like why you're on the planet? And for me, it does, because my mission is to help entrepreneurs at scale, to help someone just like you make your dream come true. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this radio show. I'm here to help people. And by doing a show, I can lead people to the community. And once people are in the community, we can help them every single day with their business. So I've had to face change. And it happens all the time. And sometime between now and next December, when you're thinking about your reality, change will stare you in the face. How do you handle it? Well, that's why today's show is built just for you. We have three segments on the Pat Miller Show. What's working right now, a small business celebration, and we talk with a subject matter expert. Our What's Working Right Now segment today talks about someone who was faced with change and leaned into it, and everything has exploded in their business. They're doing great. Our subject matter expert interview is with Michael Rampola, about as smart as they come. And he's going to tell you how to evaluate change and how to make a change when it's time to do so. Because all of the talents and strategies we've been taught about change are wrong. And then to close the show, like we do every week, we focus on small business celebration. And we do that so you can hear from someone who's winning. Because if we don't stop and hear from people that are winning, and we don't stop and celebrate our wins, we just continually work on the stuff and the tasks that makes our business feel heavy and hard. So on our Small Business Celebration episode today, we're going to talk with Allie Jensen, who's celebrating 10 years in business. And in that interview, I'll ask her what changed in the business so she could get that far. This episode is about change. It's about getting you where you want to go. And I'm glad you're here. We'll be back in just a few moments and talk about what's working right now here on The Pat Miller Show. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Time for this week's Show You Should Know, a podcast worth listening to. This week, we want to shine the light on the Climbing Together podcast. It celebrates the mistakes that come with growing a small business. Every week, host Beth Houtrow interviews a small business owner about a mistake they've made, the consequences they've faced, and what they learned from the experience. Mistakes are inevitable. Perfection's impossible, so let's embrace that mistake. Check out the Climbing Together podcast now at patmillershow.com. I love this part of the show. It's time to learn something that we can use. What's working right now? Because little tweaks can make a big difference as we grow our small business. Let's welcome in Jessica Bilski. She's got something that's working right now. Jessica, thank you for coming on the Pat Miller Show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and then we will learn from you what's working right now. Great. Thanks for having me, Pat. Uh, my name is Jessica Bilski. My business is On The Line Presence. I manage online presence for small businesses, um, you know, email marketing and um, content creation and all that kind of good stuff that people don't necessarily want to do. <laughs> but I do. I love it. And what's working right now is um, I have recently realized that I need to be open to change. I have been a kind of, um, you know, like control everything kind of person before and you have a plan and you stick to it. And recently I realized that 
um, my path may just be going in a different direction and I should not fight it. Okay. That's big. That's not, I (laughs) learned how to email my clients. That's I'm open to change, which is a significant door. So what opened the door to change? Because that's a decision. And then what change did you make? So how did you get okay with change in the first place? Because that can be scary. Um, Well, it's been a long road. Um, (laughs) Like to be open to the change. You know, I had a plan for my business and I just keep realizing that I, when I started my own business, what happened was it opened me up to have time to do these other opportunities. And I'm realizing that maybe what I really should be doing is facilitating. So I, um, while I'm working with all these small businesses, which is what I really want to do, um, I find these little businesses who need actual help facilitating their program. And so now I'm running a couple basically small little businesses for people. And I realize that I don't know why I'm fighting that. Just do that. Do that thing. Like, that's the thing that I love to do. And it seems to be following me. So, um, yeah, it's just, but it's a slow process to admit that maybe I was wrong about what I'm supposed to be doing. And that can be defeating. It can feel like you failed when you find something else that you're good at and enjoy. How did you find the courage to say, maybe I'm on to something here and I think I'm going to lean into it. Have you made that choice? And how did you reinforce that that's a choice you want to lean into? Well, so I right now I, I've made the choice and I'm planning to kind of rebrand for the new year. Um, and a big part of that was just being around other small business owners and, you know, basically them just saying, it's okay. <laughs> like whatever you are like conflicted about and all that, that's normal stuff. Like you... Yeah, every day you're going to be like, I'm so excited. And also, this is horrible. And what am I doing with my life? And (laughs) like, just to, you know, um, like the Idea Collective, I was in Lake Geneva and it was great. And just to be around all of that positivity of all those people who, you know, every single day have the same kind of struggles and are like super annoyed with everything, but also are so excited to be business owners. And I love that. So I want to get really granular. You were out managing people's web presence. You were doing the things they don't like to do. Yeah. And these opportunities starting to pop up where you were managing more of the business for them. And you were realizing, hey, wait, that's fun. Oh, hey, wait, I'm good at that. Yeah. What did that feel like when that started to happen? Because right now there's someone that's listening to this and maybe something like that is happening to them too. So what did that feel like as that started to happen? Um. At first it was kind of scary, like, well, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's not what you said you're going to be doing. Um, But somebody gave me this quote and I love it so much. And it said that I am going to accept myself for who I am, no matter how great that is. And I was like, yeah, wait a minute. I'm great at that thing. That wasn't going to be my thing, but now it's, it's a good thing. (laughs) I love that quote. So now where you're here, you're going to reposition into next year into leaning more into running businesses for people rather than managing their web presence. Is that right? Yes, that's the plan. And, and the nice thing is I still get to do all that stuff that I love. I'll still be managing their website, but I'll be doing other things on top of that that are going to allow these little businesses and these nonprofits to go out and do the great stuff they're doing in the world. They just couldn't do it. Well, they couldn't do it without me. They couldn't do it. You know, <laughs> that's funny to say, but they couldn't, you know, it's hard 
for them to find someone to do it. And I'm happy to do it. Well, I mean what I said earlier that right now someone's listening to this and they're seeing a part of their business start to grow. And it's almost mm-hmm. like, hey, I don't want that to happen because what if that's what I have to go do? But I kind of want it to happen and they're conflicted. Yeah. It can yeah. feel really confusing. So if someone's feeling that way right now, what would you tell them? I would say do it. I mean, it seems scary. You know, as things get bigger or they change, it's scary, but they're getting that way for a reason. And it's, you know, you can do it scared. It's okay. <laughs> you know, just to go for it. What's, what's the worst that's going to happen? <laughs> You're going to be great. That's awful. You know, go for it. <laughs> what's the worst thing that happens? You're really good at it. Yeah. We say this thing all the time that, uh, well, ask the boss and see what they say. And then you remind yourself, oh, wait, I'm the boss. I get to do whatever <laughs> I want. So let's I look forward it. into your business. You've made the scary thing real. You're yeah. going to reposition into 2023. What kind of doors does this open for you now that you've summoned the courage to lean into this new wing of the business? Mm-hmm. I think that it opens um, some doors. I think that I will get to, I mean, my ultimate goal is to help small businesses and just doing Facebook posts for them isn't enough. So this is, this is going to help them. You know, I know a lot of businesses who just struggle with a lot of different things. And so by growing my company into one that can help them, I get to help all of them and they and then help all the people that they're trying to help. So it's like a big tree of help. <laughs> a big tree, a big shady tree that we all get to sit beneath. So yes. listen, the first thing that's terrifying is deciding to open your own small business. But oh, yeah. then the second thing that's terrifying is realizing you might have to reposition and do something different. Yeah. And that's what you've demonstrated to us is possible. Jessica Bilski, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. So what did you think about our time with Jessica? What would happen to you if that happened? If all of a sudden you felt yourself pulled towards a different part of the business and you realized, wait a minute, my business might be changing right before my eyes. Do you have the courage to evaluate the opportunity? Do you have the will to try it? and see how it goes, it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. And kudos to Jessica for leaning into it and finding a new, rewarding, and I'm sure crazy profitable opportunity inside the business. So when it's time to make a change, how do you make a change? Well, our subject matter expert guest, Michael Rampola from Spirity, this interview is fire, fire emojis, emojis, fire emojis. Michael Rampola is going to teach us how to make a change when we have to, and all of the ways we've been taught to make a change, well, they are just wrong. You got to hear this interview with Michael Rampola next. America's Small Business Conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Now, America's Small Business Conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. In this segment, we like to bring the smartest people that we can find to come in and we give them kind of a tough challenge. They can teach on so many things, but, you know, being radio and we're taking an hour to work on our business, not in our business, we don't have a ton of time. So we take really smart people and we say, of all the things you have, what is one thing that people need to learn? 
And we find when we do that, we get something really good that's going to help you get back to work and make more money. Now, we're broadcasting live from the Idea Collective Retreat. Let's welcome to the Pat Miller Show, Michael Rampola, strategist and coach from Spirity. Welcome, Michael. Thank you. Great to be here. Great to see you, friend. Now, tell everyone what you do with Spirity, and then we'll talk about what you're going to teach us today. Uh, absolutely. Uh, at Spirity, we help business owners transform their company into a scalable enterprise. And we do that by fostering a growth mindset and holding them accountable to their vision. Ooh, that's the fun part, isn't it, for you as the coach, is absolutely. holding them accountable to the vision. Absolutely. All right, so what are you going to teach us today? Um, I want to talk about why change is so hard. Ooh. Because it is. Yeah, just pick something really small, right? Yeah. Why change is so change. hard. Um, change is hard. We all know change is hard, but I think once I break down why it's hard, we'll all see a way to do something about it. So here's why change is hard. Well, let me actually give you the numbers because you know I love the data. So change is hard. It's so hard that given a life-threatening change, let's say something awful happens and Pat, you uh, need to go in for major surgery and they say, listen, as a result of this, you need to you know, take a, change your lifestyle change your habits, um, you know, get some more exercise, change your diet, um, and, you know, take this little medication once a day, and, and then you won't have to come back in for surgery ever again, and you'll be fine. The odds are nine to one against you making that change. Even if it's life-threatening. Absolutely. This is, this is from studies on people who've gone through open-heart life-saving surgery. Okay. And they say, change your diet, change your exercise, and take this little medication to prevent this from happening again. Odds are nine to one that you'll make the change to save your own life. Okay. Which is terribly daunting. Yes. And here's why. The reason is we use what we think are the, the it's, these are the, the false things that make people change. These are the things we try to use that don't work. Right. Facts. Facts don't work. Because it's very easy for me to discount facts that I don't like. And the cognitive dissonance, that doesn't. <laughs> it's true. true. And I say me, and I mean the royal me, right. um, any, anybody can do this. We're very good at discounting facts that don't fit our current schemas. Number two is fear. Fear is not a motivator for change. Now, I'm, I've literally you know, threatened you with your own life here, and that doesn't do anything to improve the chances of success. And the other thing is force. And if you have kids and you've ever tried to get the kids out of the house quickly, you know that force doesn't work to get any no. human to do what you need them to do. They go slower. This right? is what I'm saying. Tie your shoes and somehow they're going backwards. I don't know how it, it, it's magic. I don't know. So you can't use facts, fear, and force. Those are the false levers of change. But if you ask someone, give me three ways that they might change their behavior, those are the first three things they are going to pop up. And that's why the odds are so bad okay. for actually changing when we use those things. All right. So we're talking about why change is hard. We know now what doesn't work. Michael Rampola from Spirity. What do we do? Well, I got, I got to tell you why what works works before I can tell you what works. Do that. Okay, I will. <laughs> All right, I want you to picture where you are as the current state and where you're trying to go as the future state, okay. right? There's, two, there's four forces of change. There's two forces against you making the change and two forces working for your advantage. All right? Here's what's working against you. Number one is fear of the future. So we're trying to use fear as a lever for change. And, I just, and I'm going to tell you, by definition, the future is unknown, and therefore we fear it, and it's actually going to work against you going towards the future. So that's working against you. The other thing that's working against you is comfort. Where I am right now, though maybe not desirable, is comfortable because it's familiar. So you literally hear about the comfort zone. That's a real thing. It's a real thing that keeps you where you are. Even as bad as your situation is, its familiarity makes it comfortable. That's working against you. Okay. Here's what's working for you. An unmet need. 
some need that you have that's not being met makes you start to get up and look around and think about possibilities for making a change. All right. Uh, the example I always think about is I'm sitting on the couch, I'm comfortable, I'm watching TV, and I'm a little bit hungry. That gets me thinking about getting up out of my chair, right? But if I'm not confident that there's like good food in the kitchen right now or even in the refrigerator, maybe I'll wait, right? That, that's, I start to move, but I don't. Now, now I haven't overcome mm-hmm. the two forces. I need one more, and it's confidence. Ooh. The missing force that we typically discount when we're trying to get somebody to move forward is the need for confidence in that future state. Now, is that confidence generated by knowing if we take action, we will be successful, or knowing if we take action, we have better odds of being successful? Like, tell me about this confidence that we need to then act upon the unmet needs. Thanks. The, the confidence you need, there's two kinds of confidence. There's personal confidence, and there's process confidence. Okay. Personal confidence comes from within. I've been, I have been successful in the past. I can think about my, the, the wins that I've had. I'm re- recalling the times that I've gone to the kitchen and there was good food there. And so everything's going to be fine. That's personal confidence coming from experience. Mm-hmm. Process confidence is I know that this process works. I follow this sequence of steps. I get the desired outcome, right? Um, I've never built this Ikea shelf before, but, oh, but the picture looks nice and the instructions are clear. And if I just follow this process, I can get... What you've never? Why you got to bring up IKEA, I'm man? Sorry. Is, is it <laughs> IKEA? Am I triggering? I'm sorry. Ooh, man. Yeah. It's okay. a, uh, no. Go on quickly. Okay. IKEA right, and me on. are not friends. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> um, well, let's use that then to your advantage. Um, let's because <laughs> IKEA offered. They offered. They may. They may or may not still do this. They'll send somebody over to build it with you. That's a thing, right? And that's actually one of the keys to that confidence that we're missing. So I told you the three things that don't work. Facts, fear, force, right? Here's the three true keys to change. First one is relate. I need to have somebody, not me, that I can relate to, that I can see has done this before. Since I've never done it, I need to find somebody who has. I need to see somebody doing it successfully. And I need to have some sort of a connection to them. I need to literally relate to them and see a little bit of me in them to give me that confidence to get going. That's the first part. That person, it can be a person, it can be a group. Let me go back to your, your terrible life-threatening surgery. This is a group of other people, at least one person who of, whom of which has made the lifestyle changes. And I can follow their lead and they're, they're going to tell me, it's hard and it's okay and here's how I got here. It's a group setting. You know, this is why group therapy works. It's the same idea. Second thing is repeat. That community or that person that's going to come alongside of me, that coach, mentor, or group, they're going to be with me as I learn my new behaviors. As I repeat, 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 and build new forms and new habits, that group is there to sustain me through the learning a new habit, which we all know how that goes. And the last thing is reframe. So I've got relate, somebody I can follow along, coach, mentor, trainer. Repeat, sustaining the new habit, the new behavior. And the last thing is reframe. And this is the most fascinating one for me from a psychological perspective. If I can't retell my story from my new place, and understand how this is the new me, then a part of me will self-sabotage myself back to the old way because it's familiar and comfortable and I know it so well. So if the new me is a non-smoker, I need to be able to tell the story of why I am that person now and also reconcile why it was so hard to get here. If it took me 20 years to get here, I need to be able to tell the story about why that was hard and why suddenly all of a sudden here I am now. If I wasn't a small business owner and now I am, and that's a part of my identity, I need to be able to tell that story in a way that enables me to land and anchor the new me going into the future, especially if somebody from my past is trying to drag me back with their fear, force, and facts. 
So if you've tried to make a change before, you've threatened yourself, you have scared yourself to death, you've done all of the things that you think come naturally and they don't work, now you know what does. Change, it's hard, but it just got easier. Michael Rampolo from Spirity, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Absolutely, thanks so much. I hope you enjoyed that interview. And if it sounded like we were live, it was because we were. We were at the Idea Collective Small Business Owner Retreat that happens every November in Wisconsin. Uh, That's where we did that interview and got to hang out with Michael and the entire community in person. If you want more Michael and you want to start planning your business for next year, you're in luck. Time for the events calendar here on the Pat Miller Show. And we have a public event available for everyone inside the Idea Collective starring Michael Rampola and Spirity. Everyone is invited to our fourth quarter agile planning workshop for small business owners. This is a free, free, F-R-E-E, two-hour online workshop that will feature skills training by Michael himself and a goal planning session for first quarter. The event is Wednesday, December 14th at 11 a.m. Central Time. It's free for all. It's virtual. You owe it to yourself to come. Register now and learn more at patmillershow.com. Our small business celebration, it's on the air next. America's small business conversation continues next on the Pat Miller Show. Now, America's small business conversation continues on the Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show. This is America's small business conversation, and it's one that has to be had because you're trying to build your dream and sometimes it can just feel like you've got no one to turn to and you can feel like nothing's working right and you just wish that someone understood the journey that you're on. Well, we do and that's why we're here and every week on your radio, we're gonna have this conversation. So make it an appointment or at least subscribe to the podcast at patmillershow.com. We do small business questions and brainstorming. We talk to subject matter experts, as you've heard, but we also do small business celebrations. Now, this is super important and a big piece of the puzzle because when you're building your own thing, it's really easy to remember all the stuff you have to do. Ah, I got to do the thing. I got to do that thing. And it seems like the work never ends. So much so... That when something good happens, you just gloss right over it and you forget about all the great things that you've accomplished. So I'm a big believer in doing celebrations. That's why we do them on the show. And this week, we've got a small business celebration. Allie Jensen is calling in. Allie, tell us who you are, what you do, and then we'll get to celebrating. All right. Thank you so much, Pat. My name is Allie Jensen. I'm president and CEO of Frontline Floor Coatings. We are a specialty subcontractor in the state of Colorado, and we specialize in concrete polishing and epoxy coatings. Very cool. Very specific. And it sounds like a good business. And you've got something to celebrate. What are we celebrating today? We are celebrating our 10th year in business. We made it to a decade. Yes, that's amazing. 10 years. Now, the SBA will tell you that the chance of getting to 10 years is about negative three. So that's an incredible accomplishment. Looking back on it, what do you credit as your key to longevity and making it that far? Two things. Well, three. Tenacity, perseverance, and integrity, doing what we say we will do for our customers when we say we will do it. Hmm. And isn't that interesting? You're looking back 10 years and you're not saying, 
oh, we sold a bunch of stuff or, oh, our prices were right or affordable. You're talking about integrity because that's the type of thing that your customers remember. Can you think of a time when you had to do something that maybe wasn't that great, but it lived up to your uh, promise of integrity and doing right by your customers? In my line of work, uh, when you make a mistake, they're pretty expensive. And our promise to our clients is to deliver front of the line results in concrete flooring. And so to live up to that, when we make a mistake, we have to own that and we have to absorb the cost of that mistake. And that's definitely not always easy. And sometimes it's very, very difficult, but that's what we do. When we know it's our fault, we own up to it and we make it right. And that happens with zeros on the end of it. That's not uh, an easy thing to do because, yes, we'll redo the work. It's not only the material, it's the labor involved. And you, then your calendar's all messed up. And uh, do your clients appreciate it? Like, can you think of the client's reaction maybe once or twice that that had to happen when you went out of the way to make it right? You lived up to the promise of integrity. Did the customer stick with you and give you credit for that? Yes. Yes. Now, there were some experiences where no. But hindsight, you know, looking back, they probably weren't our ideal customers anyway. Mm, big deal. So let's look at that. You've been in business 10 years. How long did it take you to find your ideal customer? And did you ever have to pivot along the way of 10 years? 100%. Oh, really? We've had to, we've had to pivot a few times. <laughs> so uh, that's the other thing, I guess, is, uh, is you got to be adaptable got to be adaptable. You got to kind of go with the flow uh, and, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, uh, we've definitely had to pivot. When we first started, we were doing more janitorial type stuff like cleaning tile and VCT floors, and which is vinyl composite tile for those that don't know the acronyms. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, but we don't even do that anymore. So we phased that out of our business and really niched down what we do well. So can you think of a time during this 10 years where you had to make a tough decision? Maybe it was the pivot. Maybe it was something to stand up for integrity, to hire the right person, to fire the wrong person, to take out a big loan. Like what are like think back to a time when you really had to make a tough call in the last 10 years. And, and what was it? So I will say that uh, probably in 2016 was my most difficult and challenging time when as a business owner and trying to run a business. And it was when my father was diagnosed with cancer mm. and it was terminal cancer mm. and trying to run a company in one state and care for a, a, a terminal cancer patient in another state was extremely difficult and very taxing on not just my business, but my family, my marriage, my relationship with my sisters. I, I mean, the whole gamut, it all happened at once. So that was probably the toughest time during my business. Yeah, that sounds really hard. And I'm sorry for that. Sorry for your loss. Um, how about giving yourself some advice? There are people that are listening now that, uh, you know, they just started or they're in year two or three and they're thinking, wow, if I could make it 10 years, uh, that would be great. What would you tell someone in that stage or talking to yourself 10 years ago? What kind of advice would you give them? Definitely surround yourself with positive people. Uh, you want to find your tribe, your people, and they may not be your circle of normal 
friends per se, but you want to find your your people that will support you in your business journey. This isn't your best friend that is going to sit around the kitchen table with cocktails with you and tell you, oh, it'll be okay, honey, it'll be fine. These are the people that go, well, what can we look at? What can we do differently in your business that's going to help make that change, help you get to that next level? Those are the kind of people that you need to surround yourself with for sure. And that's a perfect time to mention the Idea Collective Incubator, the small business community for small business owners all over the place, ideacollectiveincubator.com, because we do just that. Sorry, Allie, you gave me a a total softball there. I, I had to hit it. Come on. Of course. Of course. Perfect. I wish I could say I told you to do that, but you're just good. Okay. So let's <laughs> look at the positive side now. In that 10 years, you're starting to accelerate. Things are going well. When did you realize I've made it? We've done it. This is going to be good. We're going to be okay. And we're going to continue on and be successful. Can you think of the time or a time when you first felt, yeah. I think we've got this. Yeah, it was really when we, shortly after we really niched down and said, okay, you know, three things. What are we really, really good at? Two, who are our best customers right now? Three, where do I find more of those Mm. customers? And when I finally figured out where to go to network you know, with with intention. These are the people I am looking for, which for me, it's commercial general contractors and custom home builders. Those are my ideal clients. And so when I figured out where those people were hanging out, where they were going to network, uh, what organizations they support, and I could also help support, that really flipped the switch for us. And we got our name and our faces in front of the right people, our ideal target customers. Yeah, this is really great information. And that right there is really going to help someone. So as we wrap up here, what's in the next 10 years? What are you looking forward to as the business continues to accelerate and grow? I'm looking forward to having multiple crews, uh, you know, really expanding our business, being able to help more people in our community to have steady, stable work and income as well. Um, Cause you know, that's, that's part of our responsibility too, as business owners, is we, we help our community by providing jobs, right? We, we provide income for those people. So, so that's what I'm really looking forward to is just being able to impact my local area even more. It's fantastic stuff. And Ali, I'm telling you, this is exactly why we do small business celebrations. So we can celebrate with you. You're awesome. Congratulations. But also we can learn from your success. And I guarantee you help people today. Allie Jensen calling in from Colorado. Congratulations on 10 years. And thanks for calling into the Pat Miller Show. Thanks so much for having me, Pat. Have a great one. I can't believe it. We're out of time for this week's episode of The Pat Miller Show, where we help you get clear, work hard, and never quit. Get clear. You got to know how you're different than every other entrepreneur and what makes you special and who you're targeting and how you're a market of one. Work hard. Work on the big stuff. Have the courage to do the things that move the needle so you can make your business dreams come true. And never quit. When things get hard in your small business and you feel like no one's there to pick you up when you fall down, uh uh-uh. 
That's what the Idea Collective in this show, that's why we exist. We are going to make our dreams come true. I'm so grateful that you tuned in this week. Thank you to our guests, Jessica, Michael, and Allie. And hopefully you'll join us next week right here as we continue America's Small Business Conversation. Thanks for listening to The Pat Miller Show. See patmillershow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective small business community. A worldwide group working together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for The Pat Miller Show. And remember, get clear, work hard, and never quit. Guests on The Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of the show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.